Hey, it's great to be with you again. Um, I'm not sure how you're coping through this season. We're still in lockdown. And um, it's been really good to see so many people doing stuff uh, that they wouldn't normally have made the time to do. People cooking, baking, making, (laughs) whether that's making music or making crafts, doing stuff for the kids. Um, Yeah, it's been great to see um, what people have come up with during this period of lockdown. You see, life life is so busy and so fast-paced that we often don't find the time to do things that matter and do things with people that matter. And as much as this is a very challenging and frustrating uh, season for many of us, every difficulty and every challenge brings with it opportunity. And I want to touch on that today in terms of opportunity, what we do when we're not busy. How do you keep yourself busy? Um... Do you keep yourself busy by default because you're on autopilot, just doing, 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 going, going, going? Or are you more uh, measured uh, about what you do and how you spend your time? I actually want to talk about something called inertia. I-N-E-R-T-I-A. Now, to be fair, I probably first heard about this word when I was at school many, many years ago (laughs) in physics. Um, But to be fair, physics was never a subject that excited me. So it kind of went out of my head. It was only, I would say, about 10 years ago, maybe a little longer, maybe 10 or 12 years ago. So you're talking about 2008. Uh, when I came across this word again, and um, it, it it spoke something to me, uh, which I've shared before in conversations and and whatnot. But let me first of all tell you what inertia is, because if you're anything like me and you weren't into physics, um, you may not even know what it is. So I'm going to read out a definition. Hopefully, it'll make sense. Inertia is the resistance of any physical object to a change in its state of motion or rest, or the tendency of an object to resist any change in its motion. In order for that object to change from that static state to one of motion, there is a requirement for an element of greater force or greater pressure to be applied. I'm not going to read that again. If you didn't quite understand that, let me give an example. So if you imagine that um, you had a boulder in your back garden, a big massive rock, and imagine that rock was as big as you are tall. Can you imagine trying to push that boulder, trying to roll it? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the amount of effort and strength that you would have to apply behind that rock to try and move it forward yeah the resistance that you 
would feel from trying to move that rock, the resistance that you would feel, that is inertia. Interestingly enough, the word inertia comes from the Latin inner, I-N-E-R, which generally means lazy or idle. And my question to you is this. Do you suffer from inertia? Maybe it shows itself up in your relationships or work or your general mindset. And Jesus had a lot to say about laziness and unfruitfulness. Um, one of my favourites is from a scripture which I'm going to share with you, where Jesus makes it quite clear that unfruitfulness has no place in his kingdom. I'm going to read to you from Matthew 21. Uh, just a few verses, 18 through to 22. So that's about five verses, I believe. Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? They asked. Jesus replied, Truly, I tell you that if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Now, I don't want you to focus on the fact that Jesus cursed the fig tree, yeah? I'm not saying that if you're unproductive, Jesus is going to give up on you. That is not what I'm saying. What I want you to focus on is the fact that Jesus had an expectation that the fig tree should have been producing fruit. Jesus has an expectation that we produce fruit. I believe it's in John chapter 15 where Jesus says, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Um, And it goes on to talk about um, the need for us to produce fruit. And when we produce fruit, he prunes us so that we can bear more fruit. Now, that's another discussion altogether about pruning. Uh, But what I want you to focus on, certainly from the scripture I've just read, is that Jesus expects us to produce fruit. And that fruit can be many different things. Um, But in, in essence, we're talking about progress whether that's progress in your own life or progress in assisting somebody else in their life. You know, we're very good at the treadmill. What do I mean by that? Um, Oftentimes we can be so busy doing, doing, doing and not actually going anywhere, not actually moving anywhere, not progressing. We're very good in the church at 
thinking and planning and detailing and planning again and praying. And these all have an important place. Don't get me wrong. It's important to plan. It's important for us to pray. It's important for us to think things through. But if the task never gets done, what use is it? Someone has to act. There's always a need to act. It's easier to do nothing. It's easier to not take on a new task. It's easier to not take on a new a new initiative because it doesn't take any effort. You just don't do. <laughs> it's easier not to do something because it doesn't take any effort. But in order to get something done, it takes action. An action always produces some level of change, whatever level that might be. Any action is going to produce a level of change. The challenge we have when we take action is that sometimes action is uncomfortable. It can even sometimes be painful. If you can imagine being in uh, a hospital bed and um, not being able to walk, or rather not walking, um, or not moving in that hospital bed, and then after a week you start moving your legs. Can you imagine the pain that you'd feel if you've not used those muscles for a whole week and then suddenly you start trying to move that that leg? Can you imagine the pain and discomfort? But in order for you to start walking again, you have to get through that pain. Yeah? Action some, sometimes brings with it pain. Action always creates or causes a reaction and again that's physics not my subjects I'm not going to go into that but action causes a reaction there's always going to be some level of friction to contend with but it's important for us to understand that in order to get things done in order to bring change to our life and change to the lives that are connected to us it's going to take action are you able to spend a moment to identify the areas in your life that are in need of revitalization are in need of some level of fruitfulness what I would suggest take some time to think about those areas and commit them to God and make a decision to yield yourself to his instructions because he is the source of power for change and if you think about those areas in your life that need uh, change and are going to need your action commit it to God he will if you listen he will help you to make those decisions about what you need to do it's all about action been listening to the building better men podcast from life builders every day in 10 minutes or less we bring to you a short word which we believe you can use as a tool to help you make a positive impact in the kingdom in the family and in your community 
To find out more about Life Builders, you can find us at lifebuilders.org.uk. You can email us lifebuilders at ntcg.org.uk. And we're on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Life Builders UK, and Instagram, Life Builders Reloaded. And of course, good old Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life Builders. Be encouraged. Be inspired. Be better. <laughs>